When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official, finally. And here are the details. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15, a 2023 fifth-round pick. The Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, a sixth-round pick, a conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. Well, it has happened. Our long national nightmare is over. It is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet. Ah, They give up a lot. Here's how it went. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. They swap first-round picks, 13 and 15. The Packers get number 13 from the Jets. Uh, The Jets also get a fifth-round pick this year. The Packers get uh, the Jets' first-round pick a second this year, number 42, a sixth, and a conditional second next year, which will likely be a first, given that the only condition is that Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. So let's hear from Adam Schefter. This part is all about Aaron Rodgers and if he's going to be a part of the Jets' offseason program, this I got to hear. I think part of this was he wanted to be a part That's a big of the offseason program. And obviously, yeah, the Jets want him there. Obviously, he's not going to have a hard time picking up the <coughs> offense, being that Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator. But he now will be cleared to be a part of the Jets' offseason program, which began last week. And he can take part in these drills and get to know his new teammates, familiarize himself with the offense, which he knows very well from having worked in it before. But now the Jets can go forward. And here's the great thing, right? Like, both sides said, we can wait. The Packers said, we're happy to squat on Aaron Rodgers if we have to. We don't need to trade him. We're not going to trade him until we get the picks. But the truth of the matter is, they want the capital in this draft this weekend. And the Jets have said, well, we'll wait for our quarterback. But the truth is, they wanted their quarterback. And so it was in the interest of both sides to figure out a way to get this done. And the Packers general manager, Brian Gutekunst, and the Jets general manager, Joe Douglas, have spent recent days talking about this, trying to get the deal straightened out to where they finally do. And now the Packers have extra draft capital to surround Jordan Love and the Jets get their quarterback. Look, Courtney, I mean, from that perspective, if he is here in the offseason doing everything that you're supposed to do, not worried about the fact that he knows Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I'm worried about the guys he's playing with. I'm worried about the fact that you have to ingratiate yourself here immediately to show that you actually care about the organization and you care about what they have invested in you to get you here to try to win right now. The Packers had no incentive outside of wanting to use the draft capital that they got in this trade, the stuff that's going this year. They had no incentive to trade Aaron Rodgers before June 1st because of the massive dead cap 
dead cap hit that they're going to have to take on, and now it just goes on to this year's cap instead of being able to spread it out. They could have honestly waited as long as they wanted to to drive the price up. I think that the Jets looked at this and said, it is more important to us to get him here ASAP to have most of the the off season, however long it's going to be, you know they've got they started OTAs already. Get him here this week, next week, whatever. Instead of waiting, letting this thing drag out into May, into June, and if the team breaks for the summer in those five weeks and nothing happens, then you're going into training camp not knowing who your quarterback is going to be and whether you're going to get the Rodgers deal done at all. There was a timeline that was set on this by the Green Bay Packers. That was the way that they structured his deal initially, that $58.3 million contract, 50, uh, $58.3 million in guarantees on his contract for 2023. That's the option. It's not due until the start of the league year. They realistically could have waited as long as the beginning of the season, but can you mm. imagine the distraction that would have caused just if they were trying to prove a point? The long and short of this is we're done playing games. We're done proving points. Both sides here. Get the deal done. They did. It went on a really long time. And we knew this was an inevitability. It was just a matter of the compensation. I think the Jets gave up more than they probably would have wanted to. But at some point, it's like, I really like this. I want to buy it. I keep walking by the store every single day looking at it in the window. It's not coming down in price. We might as well just go ahead and buy it and mm. like just look at the credit card bill later when it's time to pay. All right, let's hear from you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jason in Philly is up first, a Packer fan on ESPN Radio. Jason, how you feel right now? I actually feel pretty good. I feel like the weight is off my shoulders. Number one, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. You guys are my way home, but I got to get all this off my chest. This is something that we needed to do. Uh, We won on this trade because he has been playing at least 80% of the snaps for years now. And we essentially got two, uh, a one and a two for a guy that may play in the year one year, one, one more year. This is where the danger is. And and you didn't essentially get a one. I mean, I get what you're saying with that. You also swapped the picks this year. It's only a couple of spots, but you never know, especially Mina Kimes made this point uh, in a tweet a few minutes ago, Courtney, that that could be important because, you know, they're trying to get the same things that maybe the New England Patriots are, the Packers, and they just put themselves in front of New England right now. It's – they did. And I know that it looks like, oh, 13 to 15, not that big of a deal. They can still get a high-graded player on their board. But they didn't want 13 to be touched. Like, that was the big thing. We just talked with Rich Samini a couple of minutes ago, and I remember the day that the news comes out that this is going to happen, just a matter of when. He brought up number 13. They did not want to even think about number 13. The importance for them in trading Elijah Moore, they found their window to do it. They knew it wasn't going to work for him in New York, was getting that extra second-round pick. I think they were looking at a situation where they would have used more day two and day three draft capital and maybe something for next year. Maybe that conditional that conditional second that could become a first was always on the table, but we know that number 13 was not something that they wanted to move around. So... They had the pieces in place. I think that they ended up spending more just to get it done so they could start the process of having him integrate into their system. You you mentioned it. It's not going to be hard for him in this offense. He played in it, you know, for a very long time and obviously we know how highly he thinks of Nathaniel Hackett. 
But this is um, that's a that's a costly thing because of where they fall right there now in the literally the middle of the draft at number fifteen. Hopefully, there's not somebody they were coveting at thirteen to fourteen to even where they're at right now. They won't be able to get because of how this thing is actually going to fall on Thursday night. Well, one of the two things that the Jets need, or one of the few things they need, is certainly an offensive lineman and a tackle that they are looking at right at that spot, and so does New England for that matter. So maybe the guy that they wanted sitting in front of New England now gives the Patriots the chance to take him. There's a whole lot of different machinations to this, but the bottom line is they got their guy, and now they have to see if their guy's going to be fully invested in it. Antonio is next on ESPN Radio. Antonio, what's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I think uh, at the end of the day, this is a trade they had to make. They've been bad from a quarterback perspective for the last couple of years, especially in draft. When you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers that you can snatch up on a trade, they gave up a lot for him. But think of the backlash that they didn't get Aaron Rodgers. So at the end of the day, I think this makes them a contender. And, uh, you know, it's a trade that had to be made. So we'll see what happens. Well, Courtney, that's the interesting question now for the Jets. Where do you put the Jets in the AFC East? Where do you put the Jets in the AFC? Because it's it's now you have to win the division, I think, if you're going to go and make a move like this. You would think that, uh, you know, have the Bills taken a, a slight step back so far? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they have. I still think that they're I, – is. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment right now and look at Aaron Rodgers and think, okay, he's making this team a Super Bowl winner. Are they a better Super Bowl contender? Absolutely. Their odds just jumped to 14 to 1. I mean, their odds to win the AFC East 2 to 1, winning the AFC 7 to 1. I think that they're very easily you can put them in as the second best team in the AFC East. That's fair because the Bills are still the Bills. Until proven otherwise, Josh Allen is still a very good quarterback. Now, do they have some needs in the draft that they have to address just in terms of what they want to do? Uh, you know, at linebackers, certainly with wide receiver, their pass rush, yeah, they do. And the biggest issue for the Jets in free agency and the draft has now been solved. They've got to get offensive linemen and a safety or two in there. But I think that the AFC East now, the balance of power shifts because Miami and all of this uncertainty about, like, how is Tua going to look coming back? I mean, we know that he feels confident and he did, he's not retiring, all of that, but I would probably put it as Buffalo, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and then the New England Patriots, if you're asking me to rank it right now. And there's probably not separating, a lot separating the teams in the AFC East because every team has a quarterback. That's more than can be that can be said in some divisions. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Courtney Cronin in for Canty today. If you're just joining us, the Aaron Rodgers deal is done. He is a New York Jet. The Jets get Rodgers. They swap first-round picks with the Packers. Jets go from 13 to 15, and they also get a fifth-round pick. Packers get the aforementioned number 13, a second-round pick, number 42 this year, a sixth and then a conditional second-round pick next year that looks like it'll be a first because all that has to happen on the condition is that Rodgers plays 65% of the time. We spoke with Rich Semini about the Jets' angle earlier. Let's go to the Packers' angle. We welcome in Gabe Neitzel, who, of course, is co-host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Gabe, is this a giant weight that has been lifted off the state of Wisconsin today? 
Oh, we are celebrating right now, Carl. We are just <laughs> celebrating that this has been lifted. We have the, our, our long state nightmare is finally over. We can start focusing on the Brewers and the Bucks in a playoff run and actually know what the Green Bay Packers have in, in terms of what they have at their disposal for the draft coming up on Thursday and Friday night. It's so it's a celebratory mood here in Wisconsin. Probably a celebratory mood in most of the NFC North cities, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a thorn in their side twice a year from here on out. So, I mean, where I'm at in Chicago, I can't hear it, but I uh, imagine there's a parade starting down uh, State Street soon <laughs> to celebrate the departure of Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, there's one thing that they, that they also haven't dealt with in a very long time, which is quarterback uncertainty. Now everything's shifting to Jordan Love after they had the same two quarterbacks for the better part of 30 years. What is the message that Brian Gutekunst at his pre-draft press conference is putting out now about the direction the team's going forward with, with Jordan Love under center? Yeah, it's going to be curious to see what they do here because it's been so long, and I know that was you know always a storyline under Aaron Rodgers of, of, oh, the Packers haven't drafted a first-round um, you know, offensive weapon since 2003. You know, they drafted Jordan Love in the first round, but otherwise, other than that, it's been all offensive linemen or defensive players for the Packers for the most part. So that's certainly got to be addressed. And the the biggest message I think that's come out of Green Bay this offseason actually came, Courtney, from Matt LaFleur because he was the first one who, with the media, said, hey, we're just going to have to pump the brakes for a second on this guy. I mean, he's we, we believe in him. You know, he's going to be our guy, but he's a young quarterback who doesn't have a ton of playing experience. Yes, it's nice that he's been able to sit back and learn from one of the best to ever do it in Aaron Rodgers, but there are going to be some bumps along the road. And especially when you start taking a deeper look at this Packers roster, when Aaron Rodgers took over in 2008, he was taking over a team that just went 13-3 and and made an appearance in the NFC Championship game. They had some pretty good weapons. They still had Donald Driver at that point. Greg Jennings was coming into his own as a young wide receiver. They had a lot more weapons offensively than what Jordan Love's taking over. A team that went 8-9 and with Aaron Rodgers last year, they've lost some of their weapons in terms of guys, you know, like Alan Lazard, who's now going to be in New York. The only players they have that really have experience catching passes are the three picks they made at wide receiver last season. So they have a lot of work to do with this roster to make Jordan Love at least give him the opportunity to be as successful as he possibly can be in 2023. Gabe Neitzel, co-host of Jen, Gabe and Chewy on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, joining Canty and Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Canty. Gabe, compare and contrast this divorce, so to speak, to the divorce between the Packers and Brett Favre how fans will see this, comparatively speaking. So this one seems cleaner, and I don't know if it's because we went through it, but also because there was just the drama with Brett of, okay, he retired. Then there were whispers, oh, he might unretire. Nope, nope, he's going to stay retired. And then Brett was pretty disruptive. But Brett was also so beloved by the fan base that – and even went beyond when he went to New York, when Brett even went to Minnesota, there are Packers fans buying Minnesota Vikings jerseys. Like that's how beloved Brett Favre was in this state. Everybody here likes Aaron Rodgers. If you're a Packer fan, I think they respect Aaron Rodgers. They just don't have that connection with Rodgers that they did with Brett. And I think that a lot of people here enjoyed the 18 years that he was here. Got the Packers fans a Super Bowl, four MVPs, a lot of really successful seasons. 
But it seems like everybody, or not, I shouldn't say everybody, but it seems like a majority of the fan base was kind of ready to go on and and just kind of move on. All right, okay, you don't want to be here, Aaron. That's fine. We'll move on. We'll start to build. So it, it doesn't seem like this divorce is as messy, which also I think means that whenever they reconcile, which much like when Brett came back and reconciled and they put him in the Hall of Fame and put his number up on the facade of Lambeau Field, same thing's going to happen with Aaron. I don't think that's going to be as celebrated just because when Brett came back, it seemed like they had to get over so many hurdles. He went to an NFC championship game with one of the Packers' biggest rivals. He wanted to stick it to the Packers, and everybody had to reconcile that, where this just kind of feels like, okay, yeah, I think everybody agrees. It's time to move on. We respect you. We'll love you when we come back, when you come back, Aaron, but maybe it's time to go in a different direction. So what do they do now at 13? The picks have been swapped. The Jets move from 13 to 15. The Green Bay Packers move up two spots. I know that they need some help on defense. Could Nolan Smith still be their target there? Do you think that there might be a player that they didn't think was available to them two spots later that now two spots above will actually be in play? Yeah, to me, I'm, I'm with you, Courtney. There's got to be somebody they're thinking is going to be there specifically, right? Otherwise, why do you do just a two-spot pick swap? There's got to be somebody I think that they're probably targeting and is hoping he's going to be there at 13. So I don't think that's – I mean, I don't think it's Jackson Smith and Jigba who seems to be the, the top wide receiver of this class. So even though they have a need there, it, it seems like the, the tight end class is so deep I don't think you would have to feel like you would, you know, get two more spots to get Dalton Kincaid or Michael Mayer, one of those guys. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's pass rushers because, I mean, that's the, the position to me where, yes, the Packers have Rashawn Gary, who was having a pretty good year last year until he tore his ACL. So now he's coming off of an, a midseason ACL. Who knows when he's going to be available? I know the Packers are hoping for the beginning of the season, but who knows how he's going to respond and how long it's going to take him to get back to – the, the, the trajectory that he was on before the injury. Preston Smith is their other outside linebacker. He's getting a little older in the tooth. Doesn't seem like he's going to be around much longer. So the, the athleticism that you typically get with a pass rusher inside the top 15, if I'm Brian Gutekunst, that's what I'm doing. I'm going after one of the top pass rushers. Because when you look at the list of you know guys who lead the league in sacks year in and year out, a lot of times those guys are first-round picks. They have that next-level athleticism, whereas – I think there are more second, third-round guys at wide receiver and tight end that have proven they can be effective in the league, much like a guy the Packers used to have in Devontae Adams, who was a second-round pick. Gabe, great stuff, and no more drama, just like Mary J. said. It's, 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 it's so good. Hey, good luck with that, by the way. Good luck to Jets fans. Good luck with the drama. I mean, we had to deal with it long enough. So, good luck. You know, enjoy that drama next offseason. And I'm just glad the Packers don't have to deal with, oh, if he retires, they're kicking more picks back to the Jets. Nope. This is very clean. It is all over. We don't have to worry about the drama any longer. Gabe Neitzel, co-host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on 94.5 ESPN, ESPN Milwaukee. Great stuff, brother. Thank you. Hey, anytime. Well, in just moments, we are going to hear from Brian Gutekunst, the Packers GM, on this trade going down and why trading Rodgers now is the best thing for the Packers. We're going to hear from him in just moments. More from you. Lines are open right now. If you are just joining us, Aaron Rodgers' trade to the Jets is official. The Jets and Packers swap first-round picks. The Jets get Rodgers and a fifth-round pick. The Packers get a second-round pick this year, number 42, a sixth-round pick, and a conditional second next year. 
that can become a first based on how much Rodgers plays this coming season. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And the bigger question at hand, are the Jets now a Super Bowl contender in the AFC? One of us does not think so. We'll get into that next. It is Canty and Carlin, Courtney Cronin, in for Canty on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official, finally. Green Bay has really set themselves up for the next couple of years to not only be able to maneuver if they find a quarterback, if they find out that Jordan Love is not the guy. Jets are Super Bowl contenders. That remains in place. He could potentially be traded for two number one picks and the number two pick. That is a massive cost for the Jets that had to do it. It's official, finally. So it's done. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. There's been breaking news all day today. First, we found out that De'Aaron Fox for the Sacramento Kings broke the tip of his left index finger. He is officially doubtful for Game 5 against the Warriors tomorrow night. Then we find out Aaron Rodgers 
has been traded to the Jets. That deal is done. The Jets and Packers swap first-round picks. Uh, the Jets end up with number 15. Packers end up with number 13. Uh, then you have a second-round pick going to the Packers this year and a conditional second next year, which is likely to be a first, uh, based on the fact that he just needs to play 65% of the plays. Then, more NBA, as you just heard from Christine moments ago, the Houston Rockets have hired Ime Udoka to be their new head coach, and that is, I don't want to say it's a surprise, but he got back in pretty quickly after everything that went down in Boston last year. So it's all out there right now. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Courtney Cronin in for Canty. Courtney, let's hear some from Brian Gutekunst right now. We also want to hear from the fans at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jet fans, Packer fans, your take on the deal finally getting done. Let's just play a couple of these sound bites uh, straight out ahead. First of all, how important was it to load up on the picks to build around Jordan Love? Well, I think we've got to remember that we're, we're trying to win games, and that takes all three phases. So we're going to load up as much as we can in all three phases. You know, certainly as, as we go forward, I mean, the offensive skill um, will be part of that just like everything else. But um, I'm not really looking at it kind of in that, that window. I'm kind of looking at it the whole team. Okay. Uh, has he spoken to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I have not talked to Aaron. Um, I have talked to – they've done quite a bit, um, but I have not talked to Aaron. Yeah, so much for the two of them having a great relationship <laughs> at the end. And then why trading Rodgers is the best thing for the Packers? I think where our team is at, obviously Aaron's uh, you know up there in age and has, you know, I don't know however many years he has. I think he's got some really good football left in him. But I think for us, it was just uh, as we got through the offseason and started talking about where we wanted to go, this made a little bit of sense for us. We wanted to get his input, like I've told you guys in, in the past, and would have loved to have that and kind of see where he sat with that. Um, that didn't happen. That was a little bit unfortunate and disappointing for me. But at the same time, um, I just think, you know, as we move forward, um, we're really excited where Jordan can go he needs to play and uh, having him sit another year I think um, would really delayed kind of you know where we're going and what we're trying to build Courtney what do you make of what he had to say on all three topics there not surprised that he has not talked to Aaron Rodgers and to your point the sarcasm that we all have around the situation and that everything's fine like Aaron Rodgers despises the Green Bay Packers front office they don't like him either. There is no love lost whatsoever, Chris, with this move happening, and I think a lot of it's going to be good riddance on both sides. Aaron Rodgers not having to deal with people who he believes did not have his best interest at heart, did not include him to the level that he wanted to be included in the decision-making, and the Packers are done having a thorn in their side that's held them hostage in certain moments throughout the last few years when it comes to showing up for things like training camp and whether he's going to play. They don't have to worry about him toying with retirement all that said no love lost what Brian Grudekunst was saying that is not news breaking not groundbreaking but it is newsworthy is that they can't wait any longer on Jordan Love they had to have this happen now to get their you know somebody that they spent a very high draft pick on in the 2020 draft get him on the field see what you have because at some point the rebuild was going to happen. Everybody retires. Everybody's football mortality eventually comes. They were going to be dealing with the replacement for Aaron Rodgers, even if this thing had been smooth sailing, if, if there were no issues in, in 2023. Eventually, Rodgers turns 40 this year. He would have turned 40 had he played for the Green Bay Packers as well. So they had to start thinking about the future. It's smart to do it now. And they had to rip, rip the Band-Aid off in the process and know that it is going to be – 
expensive for them to move on. They incur a pretty big financial penalty with that $40.3 million dead cap charge that now they can't spread over two off seasons. They have to take it on right now. You just had to get it done. They got a good haul. I don't know if the Jets overpaid, like, super overpaid for Aaron Rodgers because we don't know what's going to happen beyond this year. But for right now, this is a team that is trying to go all in and hope that Aaron Rodgers can recapture some of the magic that made him a four-time MVP, even though he's coming off one of his, la- one of his worst seasons. Because if he can do what Tom Brady did in Tampa, the cost today will not be talked about as a bad thing in a couple of years. No, it won't. Problem is, he's not Tom Brady. He's not. And and I will. Uh, I am hopeful for the Jets that he will put them in a position to truly contend for this coming year because then it's all worth it. If the Jets are in the Super Bowl and have a chance to win a championship, it's all been worth it. If not, and I, that's where I put it for the Jets, Courtney, in this. This is make it to the Super Bowl or don't. And, and that's it. Because I don't trust him to play one more year beyond that. Maybe if they got there, it might whet his appetite to do it. Maybe. But if if they don't win a championship or at least play for a championship this year, I think this was a mistake for the Jets, considering how much they ended up giving up. Now... Having said that, there is no arguing. They are a much better team this afternoon than they were this morning. It's done. He's a much better quarterback. They have a quarterback, and they haven't had that in a while. Their odds right now to win the division, they are the second favorite in the AFC East. The Bills are at plus 135. The Jets at plus 200. Then you've got the Dolphins at plus 320. But truly, this is about winning the AFC, right? They're the fourth favorite behind the Chiefs at plus 350, Bills plus 450, Bengals plus 550, Jets plus 700. Do you like the idea of the Jets plus 700 to win the AFC? I do. I just think it's going to be harder than plugging Aaron Rodgers in at quarterback for a team that has had quarterback futility for more than 70 years and expecting this thing is going to somehow work itself out immediately. Mm-hmm. I like their odds. I think they're an incredibly talented team. They have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year returning in 2023. They already have a nice crop of, of talent on the defensive side too. But he goes to a very crowded AFC, an AFC that's got Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Is he the best among those quarterbacks? I wouldn't say that. I still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is certainly, we believe, can be back in the mix of where he was when he's winning back-to-back MVPs and not looking like he did last season. But he goes to an even uh, even more crowded landscape. And it would have been easier for him to win a Super Bowl if he went to a place in the NFC that would have allowed him to 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 contend. But we knew that the the Packers were never doing that. They were only trading him to a team that was in the AFC that was part of the overall compensation uh, and conversation early on because they knew they were going to get a haul for Aaron Rodgers. They just didn't want it to be a repeat of the Brett Favre situation where you've got a quarterback going to your division rival or a rival anywhere in the NFC and then trying to like stick it to you and beat you and win a Super Bowl in the process. The other thing for me is 
if you have given this much up and you don't have complete faith in the person and the player, you are rolling the dice in the big way. Now, you can argue if you're the Jets, why not? Why wouldn't you roll the dice here? Because they have come up snake eyes for so long that you may as well take a shot at it here and and actually have a chance to hit it big. I think it's a massive boomer bust move. I think it's a massive boomer bust move for the Jets. Again, if you're just joining us, the deal is done. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. Jets and Packers swap first-round picks. Packers get a second-round pick, a sixth, and a conditional second next year that becomes a first based on how much Aaron Rodgers plays. Jets also get a fifth-round pick in return. So, Jet fans, Packer fans, let's hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is it championship or bust with this move for the Jets? And who has the most pressure on them squarely now that Aaron Rodgers is here? We will tell you all of that and hear from you after this word from our friends at Indeed. Now, if April is showering your company with open positions, then check out Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post, get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description, then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software to cell phone. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all on the Indeed dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Well, this took it down a bit, didn't it? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin in for Canty today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're just joining us, as you heard, Adam Schefter broke the story a little over an hour ago that Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet with the Jets and Packers swapping first-round picks this year. Uh, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and also the uh, 2023 fifth-round pick. Uh, the swapping of picks was only two spots, so the Jets go to 15. Packers get number 13. They get the second-round pick for the uh, of the Cleveland Browns next year that the Jets had number 42. Uh, a sixth-round pick and a conditional second-round pick next year becomes a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the play. So, Courtney, let's hit some calls here at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Tim, up next on ESPN Radio. Tim, what do you think about the deal? Well, I'm a diehard Packers fan, and I'm glad to see it's over with now so we can you know, get a new quarterback, start building bigger. It's going to be amazing, you know, and I wish him the best of luck over there. And maybe a Packers, you know, Jets Super Bowl would be amazing. Tim, you know? I wanted to ask you a question as a Packers fan, because it feels like yeah. when you take the temperature of this fan base, there was a moment that it went from we feel bad for Aaron Rodgers when you think about what happened in the NFC Championship game in 2021 when he didn't have a chance there in the fourth quarter to, to make something happen where everyone was on his side. And then things started to slowly fall apart. Like for you as a Packers fan, at what point did it turn from, I feel for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm but now I'm glad to see him gone? Well, pretty much it's just this year. Um, just the fact that he couldn't put together with any of these guys early on. And then a lot of the off the field, just, you know, crazy stuff, which, you know, just not part of football. I was just ready, you know, to, for us to get an actual football player that's not distracted by a bunch of stuff and, you know, just let him go on and, and make another team good and we can just build, you know, that's all I could think about. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I get it. And it, I would get tired of the drama too. I, I honestly would. And especially would when it's not, like, like Tim was saying, especially when it's not just related to football. Right. A lot of the stuff there in Rodgers – you know, sparked controversy over was the COVID-19 vaccine and stuff that, you know, can... Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, (laughs) stuff that can really divide groups of people. I don't know about the ayahuasca stuff, but a lot of people think, you know, what are you doing? Focus on playing football. And that's not to say that players cannot have interests outside of what they do for their day job. But he was so in your face about his decisions, and I just tend to think that that turned more people off to one of the greatest football players of our era than gave him a pass of, well, he's so great, he's Aaron Rodgers, he can do whatever he wants. I think there were people who looked at that and said, I don't care how great you are. You're being selfish in a lot of respects to to you know hold the team hostage throughout the offseason the way that he handled you know younger players and receivers there were a number of stories written about how difficult he made the life of his teammates because he was you know in a spot of his career where you know he could do no wrong but I think that there was a switch 
during the 2000, like it really changed the week of the draft in 2021 when he demanded a trade out of there. That to me was when a lot of Packers fans started to get really fed up with everything. And then over the last two years, just got to a point of, you know, this is never going to come to a positive resolution. Let's just get him out of here. Let's hit Sam in Wisconsin up next on ESPN Radio. Sam, you got about 20 seconds. I just want to know who won the bet. Oh, Canty wins the bet. That's the problem. I mean, it's now a conditional pick. So the bet was that if there was a first-round pick involved in the trade, in other words, if the Jets were giving up a first-round pick and it could be conditional, he wins the bet. I said that the Jets would not be giving up a first-round pick in this deal, and in retrospect, that was a poor investment on my part. So what What do you owe him? <laughs> I know, is, Courtney. Is it expensive? Like, what do you owe him? To take them out to dinner? Yes. I have to now take he and his wife out to dinner at a restaurant that he has chosen, and the menu doesn't even have prices on it. That's a problem. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.